Hey guys, Lance Zerline here. We're Houston. We're the city of champions. How about I give you another champion? If you suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. They're champions. Free consultations are available 24-7. Dial 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW and DaspitLaw.com. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. It's time for the John and Lance extravaganza. Extravaganza. Welcome everyone to the big show. Extravaganza. It's time. It's time for the John and Lance extravaganza. Good Monday morning, everybody. John and Lance, along with Dell, with you for the next three hours here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. And I guess we can't complain because we played the kind of baseball that we're we should be accustomed to all season long. Five hundred ball at home. This is no. This is the Astros are who they are. That's it. It's what they, bad. Fromber showed up. The the shaky starting pitching showed up. Yeah. The hitting that would just uh, look. That was a great effort. By Lopez, so I, I don't, you know, tip your cap. You got to tip your cap. Wait a minute, just got to tip your cap. Wait a minute, we're gonna tip. I mean, we can't tip our cap, but we're gonna tip our cap. Dude, that was if there was one comment from the late nineties, early two thousands, was that you tipped your cap. Okay? Yeah, and that was a <laughs> team that tipped their cap quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Because they know they didn't end up winning, and they always ended up losing it, especially in the late nineties. Tipping your cap was quite the thing, and now it's a thing once again for for Alex Bregman last night. In the postseason, you, you just try and win every pitch of every game and execute. Um, obviously, we didn't do that tonight. Tip your hat to Pablo; he pitched really well. Um, we didn't do enough um, offensively, um, but you know, uh, regroup. Uh, Tomorrow's off, and then um, start from pitch one. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm waiting for Bregman to break out a little bit, and maybe he'll do that on the road uh, in in Minnesota. But he certainly is scuffling. Kyle Tucker is scuffling. Jose Abreu looks like he's taking those same really lazy, bad swings again. Uh, Altuve and and Alvarez are basically the only guys, and Jeremy Pena is having himself a nice little series. Um, and especially defensively, that play that he made, holy crap, was that a good play. And then Carlos one-ups him with the play to end the game. It was basically Carlos Correa night last night at Minute Maid Park, and I'm just not understanding the booze. I'm just not getting it. Well, he's just its kind of almost a sign of respect, I think. You know, he's, no, he's well, the guy. No, that's not on, what a lot of people think. Well, he's the guy on the other side of the team. Like, you don't cheer for the other team. No, you don't cheer for the other team, but there's no reason. There's really no reason to. He's not the guy, though. Carlos Correa was a 220-something hitter this year. Carlos Correa is 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 no. a $30 million player that's one of the most expensive and overpaid players in baseball. Now, Carlos Correa in the postseason is a monster, and, and you know what? That's what you love about Carlos Correa. But what Carlos Correa did here, I can. I still don't understand the whole Beltron hatred that we had for years and years and years. The dude went and got $100 million from the Mets when Uncle Drayton didn't want to pay Beltron's responsible for Jose Altuve's ruining his reputation for the rest of his life. Uh, yeah, no, 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 no. But they were booing him. No, no, no. I'm talking about when I know. He came I said back. boo him now. Well, boo him now I'm fine with. Uh, who cares? Uh, I mean, Carlos got his money. He's not 
People, yeah. he knows everyone loves him. Whatever. It's not. I mean, it's just in any. No, but but you. he, but he, everyone who doesn't love him, and it's ridiculous. The booing is ridiculous. It's stupid. Well, I don't care. Yeah, it's he's on a different team now, so I'm more worried about our starting pitching than if Carlos is okay. Yeah. Well, no. Well, here's what you're doing, though. Just like you fuel Altuve on the road, you're fueling Carlos Carlos Correa. And it, it and it's 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 almost at a point of ridiculous. Well, I I, don't, I just don't I don't get what it, because you are you're making you're you're poking the bear there. And the bear just crushed you yesterday, which is, it, it's so awful to have Carlos Correa dominating you in your ta- in your park like he did last night, and uh, and unfortunately, yeah, from the pitching is, listen, Verlander looked great the other night. Mm-hmm. He looked great. He he was fantastic. We don't even Although really get I it. say he looked great. How many times? You know how many times actually- Verlander hits. Uh, get, get, Gets two double plays and he got him in back. Yeah, back he did, he actually didn't look great until the last three innings. Right, right, right. The first three innings were really, really rough. I mean, it was you're on the verge of losing control, and he gets those double plays, and mm-hmm. he couldn't find a strike zone, and then he got into a rhythm, and he was fine. I think the one thing that hurt for him a little bit is that he had two outs and had a chance to get out of that inning at low 80s, and pitch count walked the guy, pitch count went up a little bit. Had to come out, and here comes Naris. And, you know, Naris, frankly, did what the bullpen has done at times this year, which is just completely implode. He did it within five pitches. It was a one-run game, basically. And then, uh, you know, you still won. You got the win. You on with a couple of bombs. We don't really even get to talk about that one too much because we're now talking about this where you just got shut out and your starting pitching looked well, terrible Fromber. Well, we can we can talk about this one. Actually, we, I'd like to talk a little bit about that one. Uh, I got a little bit of insight. So, so Ober it takes the mound instead of Joe Ryan on right. on uh, in game one. Bailey Ober, and the thought was, well, they don't know too much about him. So, oh my gosh, it was so funny. Did, you, you watched it on TV. Did mm-hmm. you hear the song? Um, it was either Wayne Wright or Pruszynski. I don't know which one. Right as Jose Altuve is coming to the plate, they go, "Well, Bailey Ober, the Astros don't know him. This could, this is a, this is a really good move by the Twins because the Astros don't know him." First pitch, boom, gone, home run, and I was like, "Okay, that was Przinsky. That was Przinsky that yeah. said that." Yeah. Anyway, so and I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" So the behind the scenes thing on that was, Carlos told them, "Under no circumstance do you throw." Jose Altuve, a fastball. First pitch First fastball. pitch fastball. You do not do that. Hit him with a changeup to start the game. Well, <laughs> first pitch, boom, fastball. He goes to the dugout and he says, hey, what's the deal? Why did you throw him a fastball? He goes, well, we didn't want him to think that we were scared of him. And Carlos is like, what? Are you kidding me? It would have been unmanly for you to throw him a changeup? Yeah, that's just... That's, that's so, that's old dumb baseball. That right is there. just so macho. Yeah, that's so stupid. You never. Here's the two things you do: you don't throw changeups. You don't throw changeups to uh, changeups low. You don't miss a changeup low to to Jordan ever. Ever. All you do is throw fastballs high. Jordan, for whatever reason, has a hard time catching up with fastballs up, and no one ever throws it to him. And then he finally well, saw one last night. Yeah. 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 And last night, it's like somebody finally got the scouting report, but. Brzezinski was on that um, quite a bit yesterday about Carlos Correa, you know, going to the mound and talking at one point, Carlos Correa giving scouting reports. Of course he's going to. He's known as one of the most intelligent players on the Astros when he was there. Of course Carlos knows how guys hit. Well, and and Carlos had told them, he said, 
be said before the series, under no circumstances, under no circumstances, do we let Alvarez beat us. Jordan cannot beat us. If we have to just pitch around him and pitch to Tucker, yeah. we take our chances. Oh, we've seen but, enough of this. This is like and Astros then in the fans. first game, he's like, what are we? He gives up two homers right. to Alvarez. He's like, "What are we doing? Mm-hmm. What are we? What are some the game plans that we said we were going to do? We're not mm-hmm. doing any of them." Mm-hmm. And so, and then yesterday they got to their game plan and they took care of business. Although Jordan looked bad at the plate yesterday, he 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 definitely was chasing some pitches that um, he looked that, uncomfortable against Lopez. Like it was just not a being there. I couldn't see it. Was the home plate umpire that bad? He was off quite a bit. He yeah. was. Yeah, yeah. He missed a lot of. Yeah, there was a lot of tight calls. Like he was, yeah, it, it was inconsistent. It was an inconsistent strike zone. Nothing that changed the scope of the game, but it was a really inconsistent. Was zone. Bregman's a, a strike or not? <clears throat> um, the first at bat where he was arguing. Bregman's. Uh, oh, yeah. Bregman's was a strike. I believe. It was a yeah, strike. Yeah, that one was. Now Fromber got squeezed low on some. You can't if you're Fromber. You cannot have, afford to get squeezed on the on your low pitches because that's where you live yeah low in the zone and if you hit that bottom part of the zone but the ump was fairly consistently inconsistent in terms of what he was going to ring up and not ring up if you if you nibbled on part of the zone he wasn't necessarily going to give it to you and then all of a sudden you'd be off the zone three inches and, and a strike would get called so uh and correa was right to get pissed off about his at bat when he was pissed off they were both those strikes were were out of the zone on carlos so yeah, it wasn't great. It was yeah. the umpire was not great. Yeah, uh, and Dusty, by the way, both games, Chaz McCormick. We didn't see Dubon. No, in the first game at all. Yeah, well, he said it was because they changed. Uh, they went to. They, they thought they were going to throw Joe Ryan, and instead they threw Ober. And he said, "Well," and, and he actually changed his lineup. But but we uh, were used to seeing automatically, automatically Dubon with Justin, and I don't think and that's I don't a thing think it now. cost him on that first Carlos double. That ball was up the wall a little bit. I don't know. Oh, that was Jordan anyway. Well, yeah, Jordan wasn't going to get there. Uh-uh. I mean, he was plodding out there. He was not going to. He was just not going to get there. But uh, Dusty, after <clears throat> after the game, Dusty uh, talked about uh, being now. Now they're a good road. Well, one thing Dusty knows, and we all know, after going three games under five hundred at home, this team can play on the road. I mean, we know we're a good road team, and. Uh... You know, Minnesota coming in here, they want to go back home one and one. And, uh, you know, we'd like to, you know, bring it back, you know, to the house here or win it there. Yeah, you. I don't think you want to bring it back to the house here. I think you need to win both those games there. You just you just can't risk coming back home and facing Pablo again. Because Pablo will it will have four days rest. He'll be on his regular. You can't rest. risk playing at home, guys. You can't play it. You can't do it. You can't just not go there risk and playing. win it. You did what you came to do, which is get a split at home. Yep. And now you've got to go win on the road. Yep, yep, yep. That's that's how you do things. So at the so Roger Clemens is going to join us top of the hour, eight o'clock hour. And if you were here last year for the playoffs and and heard Roger, he gives I mean he's got we got two games to talk about with him, so we got a lot of great insight into baseball. When uh, when he gets here, Mattress Mac is going to join us at the bottom of the hour. Uh, caused quite the consternation. I did. I caused quite you the did. consternation. You caused a brouhaha, well, as it were, with we, Astros fans. Well, they were so really mad for a while. Here was the story. I got a, I got a tip that Mattress Mac um, was Major League Baseball told him that he couldn't throw out the first pitch. I got that tip. 
before Max sent anything out. I tweeted it, but I, I assumed, and it's so stupid, you can't assume. I assumed that it was because he's a Caesars guy. I assumed because it was gambling, because of gambling, and it wasn't because of the mattress firm. And it turned out that it was because of mattress firm. Mattress firm doesn't like Mattress Mac. They don't, they're a big sponsor of Major League Baseball, and they didn't want him throwing out the first pitch. Which actually, The whole thing is petty. Yeah, it's petty, but it makes sense. It does I mean, make sense. That's it's free business. advertising for Mattress Mac, yeah, right. and they pay for it. Yeah, right. But Mattress Mac does a hell of a lot more for Houston and Astros and everything else than, than Mattress Firm. Yeah, but this is an MLB thing. And it's not like the Astros don't give Mac all kinds of no, right, right, stuff right. throughout But Mac's thrown out the first pitch before. But I I assumed something that wasn't. And, and I should know better. I've been doing this for too long, and I, and I didn't. I was reckless. I was dangerous. You were. People could have died. You hear that, Dell? He was reckless, dangerous. He said people could have died. Yeah. Like he was. People could have died. You well, think they would have start, uh, started a, a mattress war? Well, you didn't see the responses. Uh, going to the mattresses, that's what no. it means. You didn't see the responses on my Twitter. Um, I, I feel like I was hurtful. I feel like I. You I, you got people fired up. I didn't know. I, I Listen. Did you see how mad people were that you got them spiked up? This no. was like, it was kind of like a little, it was a little January 6th. John had people mad. That yeah. It was a little bit of a mattress insurrection that yeah. John got going. They were going to storm Minute Maid Park. Listen, uh, I, I'm going to. I I don't know how I can make it up to people. I'm going to try to make it up to people. I am. What I am going to do is I'm going to. I am. You going to give away Coors Lights? No. I, well, I will do that. I will do that. That's kind of. Maybe, it's well, kind of giving. Making well, it up. I'm suspending myself indefinitely from Twitter. Okay. Yeah, I am. It's because. Because Twitter's not going to do it. Twitter's like the NCAA. It just is toothless. It doesn't have. It, it, I should be suspended. I should be actually. I should might be even be uh, kicked off of Twitter. But I'm not. Uh, I am going to suspend myself indefinitely on Twitter. And and uh, I hope I can make it up to you. I hope you know I what? That's a right there, Dell. That's a move that shows you. I mean, maybe he is a man of the people. I am a man of the people. He's going to suspend himself from Twitter. Yep. I'm off of Twitter. I didn't tweet last. I was going to tweet some stuff last night, and I didn't. But you were suspended. Yeah. Um, indefinitely do you have to work your way back do you have to take some steps before you can uh retain re- regain your place he has on to Twitter? do the work what do you have to do you listen do the work yeah, this is, it's not of me course. this is not me it's not me it's not, not who he I is wanna sh- i want to prove to everyone who, who i really is. am it's not who how i am you, how are you going to prove that i'm going to stay off of twitter and i'm going to do the work. my p's and q's are you are you going do to- the work behind the scenes yep i'll see i'll probably see counseling twitter counseling hmm Mm-hmm. Are you going to talk to Elon personally? He should. No, I'm, and see who he's not a man of the people. I well, he should go talk to Mattress Firm and see how hurtful he was. <laughs> well, Mattress Firm put this out. Did you see this? Uh-uh. While we love being the official sleep partner of Major League Baseball, we don't determine who throws out the first pitch. We're here to help Astros fans crush their sleep, not their dreams. Go Astros! Are Astros hey, dreams? It could have been MLB. Are there? It was actually, MLB. Yeah. I don't think Astros dreams are Astro fans dreams are centered around Mattress Mac. I don't think him no, not pitching crushed anyone's dreams. But Mac, Mac will tell you there, were, and Mac is going to join us at the bottom of the hour. Mac will tell you there was another instance which which Mattress Firm stepped in and got him kicked off of some event that he was going to be at. So Mattress Firm has has Easy. it out for Mac. You've already got you got to do the work we, already. Yeah, with you're mattress not doing Mac. the be work. Careful. Do no, the work. You're already not doing this. the work. I heard him say this. Did you get it confirmed by Mattress Firm? Well, I got it confirmed by Mac. You need two sources. Uh, You can't just side with one person. This is how this happened in the first place. No, well, no, that I made an assumption, and and that was was on me. And listen, it was reckless. It was dangerous. People could have been killed. People could have died. And I'm unfortunate. Unfortunately, no one did, but it is. We don't know that it's over yet. Yeah. Um, 
Hey, John, was it as quiet? I wasn't in the D.C. just for everybody, just so you know. I was in the stands with the people last night. Well, in the, the pe- stands, but yeah, I didn't tweet it because I'm on suspension. Well, the people were taking slander all weekend. First, Rocco Baldelli was like, eh, roof open, roof closed. You can't stop. Oh, really he's loud right, here. though. Yeah. And it the, was awful. Yeah, it pe- was awful. And people on Twitter, at least watching the game, responded like, hey, it's quiet in that place right well, now. One thing they did really well, was. though. First game thing, was good, I thought. No, the first game wasn't all it that was good. It wasn't? No, it wasn't all that good. But one thing they did that was right, because we don't do anything, it was two the strikes. rally towels. Yeah. The rally towels were good. And early on, two strikes, they but were standing But you have to be up. told, here's the thing. Oh, yeah, that's right. You have what to about be, this guy? Well, no. Did you see him? You didn't see he was no, doing. pants? He was doing a butt thing. No. Oh, yeah. Mr. Smokey Pants was up on the train. And he was he was this twerking. Is, but this is where we are, society. If you're not twerking now, you're not even like. Are you even mainstream? Should you even be part even, of a team yeah. if you can't twerk a little bit? Mm-hmm. Um. So uh, Roger Clemens joining us. Brought to you by Daspit. Our good friend John Daspit yeah. is bringing you uh, Roger Clemens. And listen, you need to stay around and listen because Roger brings insight that nobody else can. We got to talk right now about uh, Artisan Grange. We got to talk about your dipping habits. We got to talk about how bad it is that you got. You need to stop. You got tobacco and you got nicotine and you keep putting it in the same place between your cheek and gum over and over and over and over and over. Every day you're doing the same thing over and over. How do you think that's going to work out for you? It's nicotine. It's tobacco. It's bad for you. No, name the last time a doctor or anyone else said, hey, that nicotine, that tobacco, that's good for you. You need to keep that up. That's a good thing. No, it's not. Hemp in a pouch made of hemp. If you're looking for a great way to get out of this habit and yet still get those same, same sensation between your cheek and gum, but this is with hemp and CBD oil, so good that CBD American Shaman says we want to be a part of this and they, we want to carry them in select stores in the Houston area. And so this is happening too. So you can get them there or you can go to 975dip.com. That's 975dip.com. You're looking for a great way to get out of that tobacco and that nicotine, do it healthfully. To do it, it is so much better for you. Please, the women, everybody hates when you dip. Stop. Do it with 975dip.com. ESPN 97.5, the only Houston sports station with a bidet. And uh, the bidet, is it in good working order, the, uh, the bidet? You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. John and Lance along with Dell with you. We haven't touched on the uh, other game yesterday. The Texans. Uh, listen, they just looked like the Texans again, didn't they? Well, they were competitive. They had a lead. I mean, they gave no, up. No, and they came back. And it, but, but the yeah. field goal thing is just, yeah. they, they lost this game early. In I the- I'd say this game looked exactly like I thought it would and what I said on Sunday from a standpoint of, I just felt like, you know, it's just time for, they, they played a lot of zone on Justin, uh, on uh, CJ Stroud. And, you know, I thought he did a good job of taking what they were giving him for the most part. Well, but he didn't look to, to, to some extent. <laughs> and, and, and then there was third downs when he was taking what they were giving him. Oh, yeah. He threw two. At, he threw at least one ball he just threw on the ground on third down. Yeah. One ball he threw to Schultz way short. One ball he shoot threw to Singletary that he dropped. I mean, way short. He had no chance of getting first downs. I, I, he. he 
I mean, he's done this a little bit. He's his completion percentage on third down has been great, but he'll check down. Now. He's checking down. Yeah, it was a regression to the mean a little bit. There was not going to be. <clears throat> teams are going to start seeing some things on on film, and they're going to start exploiting some things that he's taking once he develops tendencies. So this was bound to happen. Um, I thought the Texans hung in defensively for the most part. Obviously, they did a a pretty good job. I don't consider that to be a very you know tough offense. And then offensively, well, Houston moved the ball. 351 but yards passing? I mean, they did a great job against Bijan, 2.7 <clears throat> yards a carry. But 351 yards yeah. on Desmond Ritter? Yeah, but it's not like they put up a bunch of points. No, but they put up enough points to beat you. Um, you know, you did you did a decent job again against them in the in, in the yeah, run. I mean, they I had mean, to drive down the field and beat you late, and they just pulled the Longhorns. Yeah. Well, that was almost identical. Mm-hmm. The Texans That's what got it the felt ball like I was back. watching. The Texans got the ball back, scored with too much time left on the clock, and gave them a chance to uh, move down the felt field. Like I was and watching the, the same yeah, thing. Yeah, it was the same. Center game. of the field was open. Yep. Like it was all. It just looked so similar. Yeah, it looked so similar. Texans had a chance to go on the road and, and get a W. Instead, they don't. The Colts get Jonathan Taylor back. He's not the best running back on the team. It's Zach Moss, and uh, they're three and two now. Jacksonville. With a with a win in London against you know pretty pretty handily against Buffalo, um, I mean they were they were definitely the better team yesterday against Buffalo. They're now three and two, and then the Titans, of course, uh, were losers against the Colts, so they're two and three. So the Texans and Titans are sitting there at two and three. It's going to be a jumbled. I think it's going to be a jumbled mess in the division all year long. Honestly, yeah, uh, I think there's a there's a few jumbled messes. One is the <laughs> NFC North, that's a that's a jumbled mess right now. What do you think of the two tackles coming back? Uh, I didn't think it was great. I didn't think it was great. Thought I, it was, I thought we they couldn't <clears throat> run the ball. No, they couldn't run the ball. They couldn't run the ball. And anything they got was uh, yeah, there was there was there were some openings here and there. But Damian Pierce's you know his yard run after catch is going to have to be it's going to have to be really big because he's got to he's got to get contact. He's got to get yards after contact. Because the Texans aren't opening these big no. holes. I thought it was better last year. It's not as good this year. No. And I'm starting to be concerned that the interior is just not, you know, I think you really need to get Juice Scruggs back because he's the kind of guy that's really physical and strong inside, and I think you're missing that right now. Yeah. And I'm not sure. We'll see what happens with Patterson. And the de- the defense can't be giving up that much, that many passing yards to Desmond Ritter. And they did a really nice job. Listen. They concentrated on stopping Bijan. They thought that, they, okay, we'll let Desmond Ritter beat us. And Desmond Ritter beat him. Desmond Ritter beat them uh, with with his arm, and that's unbelievable. Well, Pitt and uh, Pitt's got going a little bit. Yeah. Kyle Pitts, who hasn't been getting going, he hasn't been able to get going. No, but they. Like for two years, and and he, you know, got going a little bit. Where it was lost was all those field goals in the first half. And then, and then you get two fumbles to start the second half. And after two fumbles, you get three points out of it. Yeah, you can't. You got. I mean, I, honestly, listen. It was one game. The Texans aren't ready to be great yet. They're just not. They're going to lose these kind of games. They're going to win some games. They're going to. This is a six or seven win team. It's what they are. What they are. And a lot of people were so pissed off yesterday. There were a lot of good things. Listen, CJ driving them down the field in the last, in the fourth quarter. Was great drive. Was great for a touchdown. Was great. Mm-hmm. That was great. They're still doing some things, and they're a, they're a young football team. They got a, a play caller. I didn't agree with a lot of the runs that he had. I didn't either yesterday. Yeah. I thought there were some times where you weren't going. You know, when you're at second and ten, I 
So they did this, and actually they did go down the field and end up scoring, so it was what it was. But I felt like Bobby Sloak was almost saying, I need, this is a four-down territory. You know, we're going to be four down, so I'm just going to try to use three plays. After a first down that went nowhere, he ran the ball again, and they gained three yards, and I thought, okay, he must be looking at this as I've got three plays to get 10 yards, and so I'm going to get this manageable, and then I'll treat, you know, basically two plays to get seven yards now. He didn't want another incompletion to be third and ten. So, um, But I don't know. Some of it some of it was a little puzzling. But then again, I'm just kind of giving up on the run prematurely. I think we got a break. Yeah, we got Mattress Mac here. Yeah, Mattress Mac's going to join us on the other side right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. But you're going to talk about underdog. Well, I'm going to talk about, um, I'm going to talk about a, a company who does an incredible job of making sure that you have the most fun playing – fantasy football and 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 watching your games and underdog fantasy makes it so easy to do so many different things if when you go to underdog fantasy uh the first thing that i suggest you do is go to the pick'em uh and when you when you go to the pick'em challenge they have a mystery pick that is going to be in the lobby and check it out for yourself the on the mystery pick it's going to either be an easy win for you in the higher low or it's going to be one that can multiply your winnings and just really simple ones some really simple ones and uh download the app that's the best thing to do is go to go to the app store download underdog fantasy use promo code lance they've got something new for you i'm looking at my notes this is incredible they will match up to five hundred dollars of your first deposit they went from one hundred dollars to five hundred dollars but you have to use promo code lance they will match up to five hundred dollars of your first deposit. So make that deposit now. Use promo code Lance and take advantage of the Pick'em Challenge with the highs and lows. You have to pick between two and five participants, and the mystery pick is something you've got to take a look at. Must be 18 or older and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates. Terms apply. If you're concerned about your play, call 800-GAMBLER or visit ncpgambling.org. ESPN 97.5, because every day is Children's Day. It was a baby. She smothered her own baby. Houston is all systems go. We love our Astros in Houston and all across the Lone Star State. We're Texas proud and we shout it loud. Our brand of baseball is great. Our outfield has plenty of muscle. Our guys can sure hit a ton. For minute may thrills, watch them hustle. Catching hard hits. Community Bank Studios. It's the offensive mastermind. Running an outside zone on your intelligence. John Granado and Lance Zerline. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5.92.5. No mattress, Mac, so we're trying. We, we will continue efforting if we don't get him. Oh, well, Mac was, uh, he was, he was vetoed by Major League Baseball uh, and thro- thrown out the first pitch. Oh, well, and it cost me, it cost me my Twitter life, too. So, I mean, I should be, I should be glad, I should, I should try to distance myself from this anyway. Did you want to really be inserted into that? Uh... No. Why did you insert yourself? Well, here's the thing is, <clears throat> here's the thing about me too is, I have no journalistic integrity, really. If you want, well, to that's been clear. Yeah, no, 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 no. I mean, honestly, we, I don't care about that stuff and breaking. I'm just not good at it either. Patrick a lot of, called a lot you of, a clout chaser 
on Twitter. Oh, he did. Whoa. Yeah. A clout chaser. He oh. didn't. No, he didn't. I just want to get John. I don't care. You know who did that? No, no never mind. I'm not going to say. No. I don't need to. Uh, I, don't, I don't need that stuff. I don't care. You know, I was actually, it was funny. They're not going to give you a blue I saw check when just because you did Matt that. came out with this thing. I was, I, then I start. I just start. You, it's. It's uncomfortable breaking stories, you know, because especially when it's there's a lot of people going, oh, no, 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 no. And then you're waiting on to find out whether or not you were right. Yeah. <laughs> and But when you find out you're wrong, you go. <sighs> you didn't delete it, though. I did delete it. Oh, you did end up deleting it? Yeah. It I didn't took know you a while. How. Oh. I didn't know how. <laughs> okay. Okay. So then I figured That's it out. That's on, Bram. So then I figured it out. But, um, but uh, I just, I'm not, I don't. See, I'm just not good at it. I just don't care about it. I'm, I'm. You know what? I'm, I'm going to retire soon. And if I for break Twitter stores, or or just or don't work. Do what? Are you retiring from, from work, work or, or Twitter? Twitter? I'm, re- I'm retiring from everything. Really? You yeah. got a, you got. I'll a plan? Be, it won't be long before I'm retiring from life. You got a five year plan? Or how, what are we talking about here? Well, I don't know. I don't know how long. You said soon. Soon. Yeah. What? Yeah. You, soon. I'm trying to get my wife to stay, you know say, yeah, that's a good time. She's like, no, get to work. Mm. You POS, you what Ooh. are you going to? You, wow. What are you, you going to sleep till ten and then golf? You can work till ten and then golf. She's got a point. Yeah, she does. <laughs> she does. Okay, so, her money is her money. Yeah. So and her money is her money. So you better keep. Working. I a long time ago, I made the huge mistake of of uh, separating our checking accounts. I was in the studio when that happened. <laughs> yes, I was. I went out with the, with the Astros and I wanted to buy them some drinks and there was no money. I couldn't <laughs> use any of my credit cards. So I went home next day, separated our checking accounts and now I'm paying for it. It was a good move at the time. At the time, it was a really good move. If I'm Wendy, she could say, you didn't see what, you didn't see what was inside of me. You didn't know what I could produce. You didn't know <laughs> You didn't know I was going to become an earner, and you made a rash decision because you didn't want to drink with your Astros buddies, or you yeah. wanted to. You should have projected, John, and seen what she would have become. I, yeah, I should have. I know. I well, yeah, I should. I really should have seen what she was going to become. But I just made that mistake. Listen, I was, I, I was reckless then too. When, I'm, when I'm t- reckless now, and I was reckless. That's my life. When she tells the story about how she became what she became, yeah, I mean, normally they tell the story about my husband really believed in me. It won't be that won't be the story with you. It's kind of <laughs> like she had an in marriage um, uh, prenup was created out of it. It's like in a way, John was able to prenup it for, except it went poorly for him. Yeah, yeah I know. That's no. what I mean. Went very poorly for me. Very poorly for me. Um, anyway, so mattress Mac not here. Uh, we will try. We'll, we'll we'll try one more another time. And if not, if not, oh well. We know what the story is. Mattress Mac got kicked out by Major League Baseball. Mattress Firm says we didn't have anything to do with it, so that's not on us. Well, we do know that the Astros lost. We know that the Texans lost. That was a bad day. Yes, we had a really good weekend last weekend. Not a great weekend this weekend. Although we got what we wanted, we got a split at home. We didn't get what we wanted out of the Texans. They lost on the last minute. Uh, against the Falcons as the Falcons drive down the field and kick the game-winning field goal, and the Texans lose by two. Um, it wasn't nearly. Now, nobody had a, as bad a weekend as Dell did. Yeah. Okay. Dell, well, my wife your would wife tell you that week. she didn't have a great yeah. week. No, she I didn't. will but tell you you're incorrect because, well, we can get into why you think so, but I am not. She so, lost the Sooners. Well, yeah, and she late. she had she had playoff aspirations. Any year they were going to win national championship. Yeah, that's a rivalry game, Dell. 
Is Georgia Tech a rivalry game for you? It is now. No. I mean, everyone tweeted, hell, still doing. Everyone check on Dell. If you know me. Dell, tell people what happened because a lot of people did not see what happened yeah, to Miami. Miami has this a, was terrible, Mi- terrible Miami stuff. Miami as a 21-point favorite was in a a a battle because Mario Criswell off, off a bye week is always atrocious. You always have to be be on the lookout for it. Miami, 21-point favorite, 4-0. You know, they beat A&M, their biggest win of the year. And shout-out to A&M for being competitive against Alabama, I guess. Uh, so, Miami struggling. Their quarterback, who had been great all year through three picks, but they had finally taken a lead late, although they – they kind of led throughout the first half and t- into the third quarter. But they take a lead in the fourth quarter. They got the ball. They're doing what Mario Criswell would love to do, kill the clock by running like a four-minute offense and ending the game. The quarterback makes a play, scrambles for a first down. So now, so how much to- time is left now? Well, about a, about two minutes when he makes that play. But the, the disaster occurs once they force Georgia Tech to use their final timeout. They're deep in Georgia Tech territory. And you think to yourself, if you can do math, Miami doesn't have to run another offensive play, a real one. All they have to do is take a couple knees, and the game and the clock is over. So they're running on first down, and people are like, why are you running the ball? Well, stop running plays. They run it on second down. Okay, maybe you maybe you think the, you get the time right. All right, kill off the game. But on third down, where you snap the ball with under 40 seconds to go on the game clock, which means no matter what happens, they can't run they the can't, ball. they're not going to get the ball back as long as you don't turn the ball over. Just kneel. It's over. The game is over. <laughs> Instead, that meathead decides, you know what? I mean, Lance, well, I didn't know about what. Oh, Shan- you're calling Shannon Dawson a meathead? No, I'm calling Mario Crispo the meathead because well, he's a coach. Fair. He's the head coach. Oh, really? Because he called Shannon Dawson. Well, he said I should have stepped on, we'll in. Hold on, we'll get to that. I should have stepped fine. in. Let, let's tell, tell people what happened because we'll, we'll get to That's Mario. Fine. Mario, the meathead, and according to what Lance told me off the air, he had a point to prove apparently. Nice job, Mario. He he wanted to run the ball one more time. Some people think he tried to get that running back 100 yards. That's why he well, ran the ball. Well, I don't know if Mario did it, but Miami. Miami did it. Whatever. Miami did Whatever. This. He runs the ball on third down for no reason, and the, the, the expected happened if you've been a Miami fan for the last 20 years. The running back gets stripped of the ball. Georgia Tech recovers. So now they have the ball with about 25 seconds to go. Long way to go, though. Except if I say... The, the thing happens because you're a Miami fan. You expect it. His elbow was down, but it's the ACC, and they've always screwed us, and they said the play stand. They reviewed it. They say yeah. play stands. It's, it's obvious his elbow is down, but whatever. It should never have been in that situation. It's, it's such an awful decision. People aren't even going to talk about the missed call because why are you doing it's that? True. So on the first play, Haynes King, former Aggie, by the way, yep. he dumps the ball off incomplete. He feels pressure. On the second play, he throws a hope ball down the left sideline, and the Miami cornerback misjudges the ball. So it's complete for a first down. He doesn't get out of bounds, so they have to rush. <laughs> let's let's spike the ball. So they got one play maybe or two if they throw it short, get a first down, and stop, clock it. Haynes King can't complete a ball from the pocket. What Miami does is let's flush him out of the pocket. So now I already sense there's trouble because he's out of the pocket, and Miami's All-American safety, instead of staying back, bites because he sees Haynes King flushing, Haynes King lofts the ball over his head, touchdown Georgia Tech with two seconds to go. Miami loses the game when they had 100% win probability. It was unbelievable. With 25 I'm ne- seconds I mean, ago. No, you got to go back to who yeah. was it in Philadelphia years and years ago? Yeah, we'll on the other on we the other side. We're doing what did you learn this weekend? Well, okay. Well, yeah. let's do what what did you learn this weekend at eight fifteen. We'll call Mac on the other side and we'll do what did you learn this weekend but, at eight fifteen. But so, Mark, well, we still have some time here, so. 
That's how. That was the Joe Pasarczyk. I mean, you got to go way back to find something. You don't have to go terrible. that far back. Mar- Mario did in 2018. Yeah, he did it with Oregon. He did against, against Stanford. 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 Against Stanford. He oh, did. that's right. He did. He did, he did that the same thing. That was Mario there. Well, he, you know what? I saw a tweet, though, Dell. <laughs> he does it every game. He doesn't take a knee. He yeah. runs the ball. Now, those games those are out of reach. Over. Finish those, are, game. those games are out of reach. Yeah, finish nothing game. Where he doesn't take a knee. He doesn't take a knee. He's trying to finish the game, which is an offensive line mentality, finish blocks. He tried to finish a game, and it cost him a game. But what I found to be a little bit despicable there is that Mario made a comment like, yeah, I've got to step in on I should have stepped in on that one. Like, stepped in on that one. So he wanted to make sure that you knew that wasn't on him. He didn't. He, it was so obviously his Here's what he said. We were moving the pile. We had a pretty good drive going. I'm not going to make an excuse for it and say we should have done this or that. Sometimes we get carried away. But I should have stepped in and said, hey, take a knee. It was third and long. Why are you you – you weren't going to gain 10 yards and get a first down. It was third and long. I don't know. Look, Do the math. It's look, easy. Look, Mario, Mario, I've said it. He's a bit of a meathead. It, uh, it, let me tell but you. Now, now he's shirking responsibility for he what. Is. For, look, d- Mario, does Shannon Dawson make the call to go for it on fourth down? No. Does he decide when to punt or, or kick no. a field goal? Mm-hmm. That's all you. That's this a, was your decision, that's a too. Company, that's a company policy that's instituted by the head coach. For him to say I should have done that, I thought that was yeah. very – I thought it, I, it was not a fan. That's, that's definitely throwing it on Shannon Dawson. Yeah, it is 100%. And then, uh, you know, I just you just, you just just don't do that. So that was one of the crazy games that happened. We know Longhorns getting beat on the last drive where they just gave the middle of the field up like, like, it, was, like it was cookies. It was not a problem at all. That is going to potentially haunt them. And you know and what? Big ups to Dylan Gabriel, though. He played. Oh, Dylan played, Gabriel, yeah, I thought, great, was really played really within well. himself. Yeah, he did really Yeah, well. it was just. I, I, I said watching some of his drives like Dylan Gabriel was paper cutting the Longhorns just mm, yeah. boop, boop. little things here and there. But then they weren't he ran, tackling he well. Ran, he took he, he had you know, big he run did, in the yeah. oh man. Yeah. How about that? He ran forever yeah, yeah. on that drive. But you know, I thought uh you look at everything that's going on, you know who's not out of the national championship race is Alabama. They're not no, out. No, they're not. They're not out. Well, they're no, a one loss team. Uh, they're they're ahead in the West. They beat Georgia in, in the SEC championship and they're in. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Okay, well, we're going to break. Mattress Max is going to join us on the other side. We're going to do What Did You Learn This Weekend in one sentence at, uh, right after we talk to Roger Clemens. I don't want to do it before we talk to Roger Clemens anyway because we're going to have to get out of it in a hurry, right? So mm-hmm. we're going to do it after we talk to Roger Clemens uh, right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Mattress Mac next right here. Right now I'm talking about uh, MyBookie. MyBookie.ag. Man, oh, man, oh, man. Did you make any money this weekend? Because if you didn't, if you didn't play, win and get paid, then it's on you. Because there were so many bets out there that were so good. Not me, per se. We do picks. I was two for ten. All I have to do is go oppo of whatever I think, and I'm going to destroy everyone. I was the limo guy this weekend. You don't, you know what? Don't be the limo guy. Although the limo guy won this week for a change. Don't be the limo guy, though. Pick right, win money, and the place to do it, mybookie.ag. You got a cash out system on parlays now that's ridiculous where you can you win the first two legs of your parlay and you can cash out early. That doesn't happen anywhere else. Plus, you got a cash bonus right now. If you when you make your initial deposit, anything over fifty dollars, you can get a bonus of up to two hundred dollars and you can cash out early. You make one bet and you can cash out right away. This doesn't happen anywhere else. This is awesome place to go play. You got odds, daily odd boosts, you got live in game. Play, uh, betting, same game parlays, super contests, 
all kinds of great stuff, all at one place. MyBookie.ag, but you've got to put in promo code BET975. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere, only with MyBookie. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5, the spirit of radio. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's time to rejoin the undisputed best sports talk show in Houston. It's clearly John and Lance, except no substitutes. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Mattress back joining us right now here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Uh, and instead of being able to throw out the first pitch, Mac had to make a video and, uh, and explain what happened. Initially, Mac... I had thought that it was because of uh, your ties to Caesars, and they're a fan duel group, but it was all about mattress firm. And, you know, this just seems like I, I, there seems like there should be enough money out there for everybody, no? Yeah, you know, I, I was getting ready to go down to the Astros game. I got a call from one of the sponsorship people, and they were uh, quite miffed, and they said mattress firm is a sponsor of MLB, and because mattress firm sponsors MLB, you can't throw out the first pitch. You know, Mattress Firm did the same thing to me last year when I was going to judge a dog show at the rodeo. They counseled me out of that. So I think it's kind of petty. And uh, uh, I, I've done a lot for the Astros. I love the Astros, as does our, as does our city. And I think Mattress Firm and MLB need to stay out of the Astros' business. Well, and MLB had the, had the roof open last night because MLB – dictated that and that was why the Astros lost last night because the roof was open oh yeah they had to open the roof to dissipate the sound MLB is going to do whatever they can to uh, screw the Houston Astros and uh, excuse my expression but matches firm their company initials MF are appropriate oh how about that take that mattress firm how's that taste right now yeah uh-huh. uh, Mac uh, well one thing is for sure this team can't play at home. Did you buy a bunch of tickets to this one? Uh, and, and I don't know what the deal is with, with this home team. We just don't. We just can't play at home anymore. That's all right. We played good on the road. We played two at Minnesota on the road. Hopefully win both those and come back for the American League Championship Series. So uh, we'll be okay. We lost the game last night, but we're still even up. And I like the Astros' chances a whole lot. How much you got on the line? I know you won the 75 last year. What did uh, what you got on the line this year for him? Well, the payout will be about the same this year if the Astros win it all. So we're still selling mattresses, we're still delivering mattresses, and you buy a mattress for the uh, if the Astros win the World Series, get it free. We've got all the money covered, so you're good to go. Come buy a mattress, get it delivered free, and don't buy it from uh, the company that has initials MF. <laughs> well, let me. Let me ask you a question. Are you, you, so you still have it going on even into the playoffs? I thought you cut it off at some point. Not even into the playoffs this late. Had a uh, great turnout this weekend. People buying mattresses. So come out buying matches, Get it delivered today. Astros win it all. You get it free, free, free. And we all we got to say is go Strohs and uh, to heck with those MFers. Okay, well, there you go. There's a third MF reference. That's Mattress Mac. Mac, as always, man. We appreciate you. Thanks for uh, being what you're meaning what you do to the city. We appreciate it. 
Thanks, John. We're standing up for the people of Houston. That's what we've done and we'll continue to do. Have a great day. You too. There's Mattress Mac right here. There's Mattress Mac's commercial here. And yeah, I'd say that our <laughs> mattress firm dollars are we won't be getting those. No. <laughs> I don't know the I don't know we do anyway, but well, I hope not. No. No, I hope so too. I hope you can I, call them MF for three well, times. Well, they're yeah, that's their that's their don't initials. Buy, don't buy mattresses from them. <laughs> well, there's that. We have to make sure there's not a sponsor. Well, yeah. Well, they're not now. They're not. They're not. And well, well, that's and yeah. if they were, they're not. They're not anymore. Um. So, uh, yeah, mattress back. We had. Okay, so we haven't we we started to delve a little bit into it, and we're gonna have Roger Clements here at the top of the hour, but the rest of of college football as well. Um, Michigan looks like okay. The best Michigan may be the best team in the country. No, I think they are. Yeah, I thought they were going. Well, to Georgia the, now. Georgia's had made a statement this weekend. Yeah, though, I so. think Michigan's better than Georgia. I'd say Georgia and Oregon are fighting for the next spot, probably. Um, and Florida State's there. Yeah. Yeah, Florida State is. They went to me, into Clemson Florida, and won. Florida State kind of like have, Texas. I they think. actually have the best resume. Florida State's got a good resume. Yeah, I think Michigan is just like Michigan's really. Yeah, but Michigan played Minnesota. Right I mean, well, they're pummeling everybody they play. Yeah, right. Whoever you put in front of them, they're and that's a team that's been to the playoffs back to back years. You know, it's not like they haven't. You know, they don't have a resume. They've got a resume. So, um, yeah, they look they look really really good. Um, Have you been looking, watching JJ? Is JJ McCarthy moving on? I haven't watched him from a, from a draft standpoint yet. I'm just watching games because I, you know, he's what year is he? Junior? Yeah. Right. I haven't watched him from a draft standpoint. Watch some of the games. I mean, let's face it. Michigan games have been. I keep an eye on him. At times, Harbaugh thinks he's a, he's definitely a first rounder, if not one of the if not the best quarterback. Well, country. I mean, I I respect Harbaugh's opinion no. when he makes comments. I don't I don't hear him just make wild comments. No, he doesn't. Uh, typically, I do know. I was on a text string with some with some football people this weekend, and they start talking about Caleb Williams. You know, it's kind of a belief that maybe Caleb is not. Look, I watched Caleb in the offseason. I didn't. I haven't really talked about this, but I didn't see this Michael Jordan of football or or whatever. I, I thought I saw a good quarterback, but a guy who still had some things to to learn. I think he's a good quarterback, but I I don't know. Some of the accolades feel a little strong now. Maybe I'll feel differently when I just get the game tape and watch everything, but. I think Drake May may end up. Well, I think Caleb be Williams little, almost threw a pick six at the end of that game. Yeah, it would have been a killer. And that, he had a well, good statistical game, but also because their defense sucks. Yeah, he got to be in three overtimes. Right, three overtimes. And well, that, did you see that kick that they that they how horrible it was? <laughs> the, the, they got a lefty kick. Anyway, he almost threw a pick where he should have just knelt and kicked the field goal to win the game. Turns out they didn't. They were on the hash mark, but a bad snap. They had a new snapper or whatever, and he goes up, and and they have to go to overtime. That was another blunder. There were a lot. Jimbo Fisher calling a timeout when he's got a, a field twenty goal. yard field goal, and instead of twenty three yard field instead goal, of going for it's, it. No, instead of kicking it from and not taking the timeout, but kicking it from five yards back. Well, are you talking about the end of the game? Yeah, end of the game. Well, first of all. You go for it on fourth and two because you need two scores. You're probably not going to be down. At no, that. I, I agreed with kick it now. You did? Yes, I did. I think did. it took too long for him to make the decision. And then he calls timeout. And then he called the timeout. He should have ran. Now, he then had, he should have gone for it. Yeah, once, once he, he lost his timeout. timeout. But he should have had that field goal team ready to go and run him out there yes. to kick it instead of but wasting even if, time. Listen, 
even if they don't, if they get a five-yard penalty, it would have made it a 28-yarder. Yeah, you don't take your yeah, you time take out the time there. Out. That was terrible time management. To me, at fourth and two, I go for it. Um, I, I Not go me. For- you need two scores. Kick it here. Yeah, but how? what are the chances you get down in there? Like, you're not – if you had – if it would have been further back, yes, I would have agreed with you because – it takes up a lot more time, but you would you didn't have to necessarily take up a lot more time to you you didn't have to take up a lot more time to get a touchdown potentially. Um, it was less than you. You were inside the ten yard line, weren't you? Um, yeah, no, 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 you weren't inside because it was fourth and two, so you yeah, were right, just right. outside of it. Right, right. I mean, it's not like you wouldn't have scored quickly if you had gotten a first down. But um, regardless, I just thought Jimbo Jimbo really handled that poorly. Really handled that poorly. You know what? Had Jimbo Fisher had a win and done the same thing that Mario Cristobal did, he would have been fired. Like, Jimbo is in a place in, right now with the Aggies where if he gave up a win by not kneeling and it cost him that, Aggies, I think, would have been, the decision makers would have been so mad he would have been fired that game. Well, like, J- Jimbo, Cristobal can't be because they're having a better year. Like you can't. No, well, but that was a fireable. Of, it was for some for some coaches. That's a fireable. He can't get offense. fired because the guys funding his salary are are all his high school buddies, oh, the Columbus oh. crew who who got him there, who flew him in, who who are paying for the salary, who are paying for the upgrades. Those are his guys. Those are his friends. Mm-hmm. That's why he's not going anywhere mm-hmm. for the foreseeable future. All right. I know who's coming here for the foreseeable future. That's Roger Clemens. After every playoff game, we're going to hear from him at 8 o'clock. So you've got to be here the morning after playoff games. Roger was great last year, for those of you that didn't hear him. Uh, and so he's going to join us next right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Right now, the, we're talking about HRP. We're talking about my, my guys, uh, uh, Chris and, and Kevin Robler and Mike Holly. They're all um, having a big time texting them this weekend. And I, I, listen, I just love what they do. I just love what they do. And they, they bring you they, what a business Mike Holly has started here. And I mean, it's not only just here, he's all over. It doesn't matter what state. Your, your business is in, if you have multiple branches in the city, if you have multiple branches throughout the states, if you have multiple branches in multiple countries, it just doesn't matter. It, 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 the technology is second to none. It doesn't matter if you're hourly, if you're commission, if you're salary. It, they figure it out every single time and they do a, a great job doing it. You're looking for the best way to, uh, get into that payroll and that HR. Don't do it yourself. Once you get to a business, your business gets to 25, 30 employees. It's time for you to get out of that business, sell your widgets, let them do what they do at HRP, and that's take care of all of the stuff that you don't have to, that you don't know about. You don't know about the Affordable Care Act. They do, and they'll take care of your taxes in that way. You're looking for the best way to do this? Go to hrp.net, 281-880-6525 or hrp.net. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5, home of the Norwegian Blue. This parrot is no more. He has ceased to be.